welcome to the first episode of The Music Between Us, the first podcast of this show, as well as first ever that I've done, so that's exciting. I'm joined here today by one of my best friends, Jake Worth. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Good. Real good. This is pretty cool. Yeah? Excited yeah, to be here? I am. Yeah, this is uh, this is uh, cool. I've, you know, obviously this is something never done before, so kind of excited yeah well glad you made it made the trip down from boston for the weekend here to see the cubbies play for the weekend yes. so good stuff glad uh glad we can make it work um but yeah premise of the show uh we're gonna tell stories through through songs um neither of us are musically talented at all uh so we just consume the music and talk about um where it places in our lives so excited to jump in. Um, initially, I wanted to ask you, Jake, um, we, when we talked about doing this, you said, I don't connect with music like most people do. Well, how do you think people connect to music compared, okay. to, compared to you? I should have expected that would be a, a setup question uh, when I told you that. But um, I think part of that has to do with, you know, how you, your family dynamic was growing up. Mm -hmm. And I think our, my family dynamic was less music oriented and mm -hmm. than, than some. So, um, I don't think I was, you know, connected to music at a young age. Um, and so music kind of grew on me as, you know, more of a, in my teenage years and, and that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. less of an emotional connection to songs and more of a, um, just uh, general enjoyment when I listen to music. Um, so I think maybe that was the reason why mm -hmm. I, I, I said that. What, uh, what uh, changed? What's the, what was the shift? Was it like, because we both were homeschooled at different points yeah. and you went to school and was that a time where it changed for you? Yeah, so definitely, definitely was, um, you know, when we were you know, in high school and, and music became a big part of, you know, all your friends' lives. And, um, and it was more, yeah, a, a part of hanging out with friends and, and, you know, talk of the, of the, you know, the summers and, and, you know, songs of the summers and, and that sort of thing. So once, you know, you and your friends, um, you know, started talking about certain songs and artists more and more, um, you know, obviously wanting to be popular in high school and that's that sort of thing you mm -hmm. just you just want to be mm -hmm. um caught up on the, everything that's the new new and that included you know songs and artists for sure yeah nice so you i forget you went you went back to school in middle school right yeah going to going to public what school was what was the genre shift because like we grew up listening to very you know conservative yeah stuff but like what what did you shift to immediately and why do you think you shifted to that um yeah i think i shifted probably to um what was popular but also um just how uh, maybe a different taste of music completely than what we had grown up listening to mm -hmm. just to try to broaden my uh you know music consumption and uh that sort of thing so like obviously um people like you know, Lil Wayne mm -hmm. and like were popular when we were in middle school. Yeah. And so there is like, you know, more cuss words in those songs. <laughs> and we go, like, ooh, this is edgy. Like, yeah. you know, 
those days when we wanted to nice. feel a little edgy. So was there was that. there a, a Lil Wayne song that uh, reminded you of warming up for like a middle school basketball game, particularly? Oh, yeah. Um, for <laughs> first one that comes to mind. Remember the song where he's like, "I'm a I'm a drop the the world on motherfucking head." <laughs> you know that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah. just all those random songs that he had. Yeah. But that the one line like, stuck out. Yeah. So so lit. You'd put like the first line on repeat. <laughs> you wouldn't even get through the song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, he has so many songs, mm. especially features too. Of those, like, so you switched to, you know, the edgier stuff. And I, I feel like I did too in some capacity, but it didn't stick with me. Eventually, like, I s switched. Like, I didn't start listening to, like, country and rock music until, like, junior, senior year of high school. Uh -huh. But I went super hard on the heavy to try and fit in, like, the, yeah. the edgy stuff That's before. And that's so the same, same for transition me. out. What has, but I think it stuck with you more than it stuck with me. That, that period. So that like, stuff. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. Did. So like what stuck I mean, and why do you think it stuck? Um, definitely because I played a lot of sports. I liked the, mm -hmm. you know, pump up music or, or, mm -hmm. um, you know, rap and hip hop where good pregame songs and, and, and that sort of thing. That's one reason why I, you know, fell in love with hip hop in high school first before mm -hmm. any genre. It was because um, it was just easy to access, you know, through the radio before like mm -hmm. Spotify became more popular and everything. Yeah. Um, and so that, yeah, I just got really pumped up by hip hop music and I loved that for playing sports and, and that sort of thing. And it was an easy choice and, you know, everyone listened to it. And, um, and got used to, I think just because I got used to that, mm -hmm. I, you know, didn't want to try any new music for a while because there was so much to consume in that genre that I hadn't consumed mm -hmm. at a younger age. Do you think, um, I have a theory that you pulled away from it a little bit uh, because your wife likes country music. This is not a theory. This is a fact. <laughs> this is a fact. Um, Why do you think? Cause yeah, like you, it was, you, a, it you, was a process. Yeah. You love, you love Sam. You've always loved Sam. Yeah. And she's your wife now. And what can you talk me through just like that part of your relationship of like starting to like the same music so you yeah. could like so, bond over stuff and go to the same thing? Luckily she, she liked hip hop too. Yeah. So there wasn't too much <laughs> of a, of a tiff at first when we, you know, wanted to listen to music together and, and that sort of thing, because she would, she would listen to hip hop, no problem. She liked it just as much as country and stuff, but it was so funny. I despised country at first. <laughs> I did. I'm I'm totally being honest. I was like, I don't know why you think this is good music. Did you get that from Mike at all? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I had two older brothers and one, and they both liked hip hop, mm -hmm. uh, just as much as me and, and not other genres. So that was definitely probably a little bit of a, um, um, yeah, motivation for me, it, you know, being younger, I was like three years younger. So, mm -hmm. um, I would, you know, driving to school with my brothers, like I couldn't say, Hey, throw on anything else. Like mm -hmm. they, they ruled the ox, you know, yeah. until it was, uh, until it was my turn to shine, but I kind of took after them for sure a little bit. Yeah. But back to Sam, I think one of the pictures that I imagine of like when I imagine like you and Sam like together and like when like through your wedding and everything was like you guys together at Country Thunder yeah, and you and your 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 flannel cut off trying to be country boy. There, and, yeah, there, there was a bit of of uh, 
hypocrisy, I guess, maybe yeah. at first because <laughs> I wasn't really that big in a country, but yet mm-hmm. um, going to those country concerts with Sam and stuff um, was just, it was a lot of fun. So maybe yeah. that was part of the reason that that I started to transition to enjoying country music more. Um, yeah. Or just, I think country music also became more popular like mm-hmm. toward the end of high school also. Mm-hmm. So maybe that too. Because you know, now you got me thinking about, you know, how how did I transition from not liking it at all to actually listening to it probably just as much as any other genre. Um, yeah. Yeah, probably all the, the, the concerts and, uh, I don't know, maybe the, yeah. the way country music changed over the years too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it became, you know, the Taylor Swifts and the, and the Morgan Wallens and, you know, a little more... Um, maybe upbeat and hip hop ish at times kind of, I was like, Oh, okay. There's some, maybe some country in here that I could, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think about country music a lot in the fact that I, I think it really, I, it made me fit in with the people that we ran into as we like went out in the world. Cause we grew up in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. And you go from like really sheltered to people that go and bail hay like all day and like there's this like image of like masculinity and like salt of the earth people like you're relatable that i related to do you feel and neither of us are like country boys by any means but like we're more so than like people that we run into nowadays living in yeah for sure cities do you feel like it like how do you feel like it fits into what you think your masculinity is listening to country music and that that sort of of thing. Um, Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think, well, do you think listening to country music is, is masculine? Uh, I think so. But I also think I, I've been told several times I'm a pretentious country music fan because I'm a person that says, oh, that's not real country. The people you mentioned, like Morgan Wallen and Taylor Swift is very popular. I thought we'd get into that, that country music. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a, I would like to think that I'm a hater. I listen to Morgan Wallen and Taylor Swift. I'm not going to lie, but I think the the masculine, the the masculine thing now is to say, no, I listen to Waylon Jennings and all these old dudes and Willie Nelson and, and like, if I'm trying to defend my country fandom, I I have to try to argue that because I not, I don't listen to as much as the, the, what you would call quality country, authentic country music. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool when people know and listen to the authentic country stuff, the old, yeah. whether it's the old stuff or just, um, what mm-hmm. you would qualify as authentic. Well, so. either way, I mean, music isn't like, who cares? It's your critic, but like yeah. for you, even if it isn't, you know, the manly <laughs> like stuff that Ron Swanson would listen to. How do you think it still played into you transitioning to like more of a maybe a, a traditional like masculinity? Because like, we also another on top of this, I watched you become a construction worker. We were construction together yeah. for a while. I watched you like like country music more. And so like there's this traditional shift to like high quality blue collar people yeah. that we're not. But like we have some relatability to because we did those things. And, and that we definitely enjoyed yeah. those, those days. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was all just such a vibe. Uh, definitely. Cause, um, you know, it's, it's, I feel like music is a, you know, it defines a time in your life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and that time in our lives was very blue collar ish. Uh, 
you know, high on the on the uh, testosterone, masculinity. <laughs> uh, so whatever, whatever kind of boosted that uh, lifestyle, mm-hmm. definitely. And I think country music uh, did that, um, especially listening to just a wide variety of it. Um, yeah. And then also uh, um, during those times, during working construction and like my internship I had the summer before, I kind of got into um, – you know, like rock and, mm-hmm. and, and harder stuff a little bit more too, for mm-hmm. the same reason. Yeah. Um, the dad, the dad rock. Yeah. is like your Midwest dad. Yeah. You go out and mow the lawn. I mean, what Metallica, yeah. Skrillex, whatever. Who got you? I mean, was there anyone in particular that got you into like, so I'm imagining my imagination is that Drew was an influence into the rock scene for you or maybe even he was, Keith. no, he, ma- he yeah. mainly was yeah. Drew mainly was, um, the, the, preface before drew though if that's even the right term um <laughs> is was hi- highly suspect you've heard of highly yeah, suspect yeah, right? yeah so in high school uh my friend group got into them big mm-hmm. time because we had one guy who was like um in a band you remember Zach Zach, Bannon? Yeah, yeah 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 so so he introduced us to highly suspect mm-hmm. and we all just actually liked say. them a lot and i even have yeah. a favorite song by them it's called blood feather Oh, Bloodfeather? Because yep. my favorite song by them is Lydia. Yeah. That's that's the classic. That's answer. the that's the classic one. But that one's yeah, good. I'm I'm probably not as big a fan of them as you are. But yeah. that's a that's a good no, one. No, Lydia's great. It's yeah. good. Bloodfeather, I don't know why. I like that one a lot. Um and so they we went to you know, highly suspect concerts. I remember going to Milwaukee to see them. We waited like three hours in the front row just to get like close seats. Did Zach drive that? Was he the one that was pumped or were you oh, all yeah. hyped? Yeah, no, he was to get there. You know why? Because he had seen them in Chicago, like within that same year and it was like an awesome show he said mm-hmm. i wasn't there but milwaukee was a bit of a letdown they didn't even play uh, like half their good songs oh really yeah and where did they play at the rave summer fest yeah, oh, okay. was they was it the only them um they were no they weren't even it was one of the f- free shows you know when you pay 20 bucks to get in it's on one of the free stages oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay that makes sense um which was awesome which is why we all went we were like broke you know, high schoolers. Yeah. So like, of course, no brainer. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. I just listened to a couple of their albums. I wonder how long they've been around. Cause I feel like a lot of these bands that we start listening to, you know, as you talk about like, yeah. well, I associate like good rock music with like what a dad would listen to, mm-hmm. but like some of them are getting older. Like the Eagles are on their like last tour right now. They're oh, like gosh. the last, the final tour. And I was like, I can't believe my it. And liked, one of my friends my just dad went, liked the Eagles. Yeah. But like they're ancient they're so old but like they're but i sometimes like things like bands that i like like the goo goo dolls heard they're old i've heard of them they're like but they're like they were like popular in like the 90s or like really? anyone that was in nirvana. nirvana they're like they're like grandpas now so i like they to don't like tour, do they nirvana no 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 i um, mean well, what's i don't his know name? what's but his name is not yeah, alive Cobain, yeah so i'm actually kind of surprised their first studio album for on spotify for not, it's not that old. Uh, highly right? Suspect is 2015. Yeah. So that would have been your sophomore year. Wow. That would have been your sophomore year. I didn't know that they were that Like um, at beginning recent. of your, end of your sophomore wow. year. Wow. I wonder if Zach knew about them. But yeah, I think they just. Well, they probably they had, they, they probably they had, had such music a, before that. But they just they had such a fresh sound to them mm-hmm. when um, they started. It was like a, it was a mix of rock and hip hop. I mean, that's yeah. what they are. And, and one of their albums, I think their most recent one, MCID, was mm-hmm. even more so hip hop. Yeah, uh, sounding mm-hmm. than any of their other stuff. So it got very mixed reviews yeah. uh, from us 
um, just from everyone. Uh, but they, there is some good songs on that album too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'll get back. So got a little off topic. So, um, yeah, they were they were the intro to rock music for me, and it was a transition mm-hmm. because they were like hybrid hip hop rock. Mm-hmm. And then got to college and met Drew, and Drew was big into the old rock. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day. Um, well, I mean, we had just been listening to it driving around so much our first year uh, yeah. of college together that I sat down one day and I was like, okay, I want to actually figure out like which songs from the 70s and 80s that I actually like and put them in an album because I like some and I didn't like others. Mm-hmm. And so I made a playlist and uh, Drew liked the playlist. And, you know, I think for the rest of college, we would listen to that playlist um, on and off. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just a mix of like 70s and 80s classic rock mainly. Nice. So nice. Um, I think the topic of we talked about, you know, the controversy of like critics of country music, but we can talk about critics of rock and hip hop combo because you had to know this was coming. Uh huh. We both are not super proud of, but are huge Machine Gun Kelly fans. Uh huh. <laughs> I knew this was coming. And, it's, does, did that play into it all? The high, did highly suspect? I just wanted to lose yeah. back. Did that highly suspect lead into your like? Because my sister actually just sent me something on Instagram where she makes fun of me for liking Machine Gun Kelly, and she's like, all the bands that make like punk rock popular, and it was like Paramore and like yep. Green Day, and then they were like nudging out Machine Gun Kelly because no one wants to be associated with them. But he makes really good punk rock music that we both like, even yeah. though we're kind of ashamed of it. So I don't, I don't know how it happened. But it did. I don't know if probably, you know what it was? It was probably, it reminded me probably of Highly Suspect in like yeah. how, I don't know, that hip hop rock. And I, I think it reminded me of how much I enjoyed it back when I listened to Highly Suspect that I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I can't, I can't, I can't deny this for very long. Like this is music that I actually enjoy and mm-hmm. that, you know, it took me back to a time when, you know, you know, it takes you back mm-hmm. to uh, a time in your life where, you know, maybe uh, you just enjoyed that time in your life, and the Machine Gun Kelly was kind of like, you know, yeah. this is a this is a vibe. This reminds yeah. me of that time in high school when things were simple. Yeah, I think one of the beautiful things is is like Machine Gun Kelly makes like not like very like wholesome music, but like it like yeah, gives you wholesome feelings of remembering you know like good times with the boys back in the day like even though like you yeah. know like it's still like that's the beauty of it it can't like like you know how there didn't like every christian person ever used to be like rock music is of the devil and like now there's like christian rock music yeah no, i was like, about to say there's like, like like at some point the beauty of the music is like it's not about exactly what they're saying it's about like yeah how it attaches to you and you mm-hmm. attach it to like Zach and probably yeah. pods and, and all I think from I think I think for me that that the the type of music, the sound is what I attach to more than the words. Mm. And I don't think that's the same for everyone. Yeah. I think I think um some people attach more to the words mm-hmm. um for sure. Um so yeah I guess that's definitely a good way mm-hmm. to put it. Um, yeah. um we talk about it's come up. It came up yesterday too, but we talk about often about um, how your wife knows like every word oh, to yeah. like every song. It's ridiculous. Do you think that like absolute talent that I'm just blown away by every time? Like every time she's driving the car, one, I'm afraid for my life. Yeah, she can <laughs> go. Two, she can. She can really get into it. But two, she just knows every word. Do you think she connects to the words there? Or do you guys yeah. think you connect differently? Yeah. So, 
she probably definitely connects to the words more, and that's probably what why she's so good at memorizing the words, mm-hmm. just because she those words get stuck in her head, mm-hmm. probably. Um, and so, but I think in general, she's probably um, gets connected to both the words and the and the you know the sound because um, she likes to have music on in the background mm-hmm. uh, of when she's doing stuff a lot. Yeah. So that's definitely just, she just likes the sound, right? I mean, most people just like the sound of music, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's an, it's an incredible talent that she has. Um, I didn't, will never understand it. <laughs> I was just bragging to Jasmine about this actually, yeah. right before I came down here, yeah. we were talking about Ice Spice and I was like, you want to know some crazy fact? My wife's really good at rapping Ice Spice songs. Yeah. And cause you know, random facts like that. Mm-hmm. Jasmine's like, oh my gosh, because she, she always wants to meet Sam. Um, oh, okay. All yeah. my coworkers like want to meet Sam, so yeah. I like Sam's great. So, so she she asks about Sam all the time. So I wanted to tell her like what she, what she's like. I was like, yeah, she's really shy, but um, she can rap every Ice Spice song like it's no one's <laughs> business. It's pretty much how I <laughs> described it. That's great. Um, I had a question. I, it escaped me. Um, oh, uh, on the topic of if you connect more to the sound or to the words. Um, I'm curious. So if you're like doing work and you're like getting in the zone, whether it was like schoolwork or like work work now, yeah. can you have like music playing? So I get distracted easily. Yeah. Um, I, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't listen to a lot of music when I work because mm. it's tough. But when I do, when I'm working on something tedious enough, I will turn on music. Monotonous, can't, yeah. Yeah, I can't do podcasts. I'll get distracted. And I, my go-to is actually either uh, country music mm-hmm. or, um, you know, Christian contemporary, mm. actually, um, just because it's like, I don't know, I feel like it's like uh, the right tempo um, yeah. in the background to mm-hmm. have on, country and that. Um, so I think that's, that's why I do those two. So it, it's like when I'm doing tedious stuff and, yeah. and it's easier to just have something uh, laid back to mm-hmm. listen to what what about you though uh i like to have like it, it like boosts me right until i think i knew that about you it boosts me up until i don't have enough context like there's sometimes where i need to just shut it off because like the problem's too big but like i'd yeah. say 90 percent of the time music helps me and okay. i also i do think i'm more like you though where i i do connect to the sound more than the words really yeah. Okay. I was like, gonna ask that too because I, yeah. I really I didn't know which one. No, like I think it's a similar thing. I, I connect more to the sound of it, and uh-huh. then like w- like certain phrases pop out. Yeah. So like if I'm singing a song, like I connect to the last words as it like because you know you hit a beat at the end of at the end of a lyric, and so like the most important thing is like the last like four words of a line. Right. And so like I found that like when I'm singing a song like in my head or whatever. I tend to miss the beginning part of the like the sentence, and they so, hit like, the rest of the words. So like as soon as, <laughs> as long as I can hit the like the last part, I'm fine. So that's the words that I connect to. But the rest of it is just mostly just vibes. Just sound. yeah. Do you do you sing out loud while you're working sometimes? Um, not too is that, often. Is your but it does happen. Skills go that far. It happens sometimes, but that's that's only when it's like super monotonous. Yeah. Like it's just on repeat. Right. But like yeah. Yeah, but also it's like I also have a tendency to memorize things and how I translate it. So like, my the words are always just a little bit wrong. 
So oh, yeah. like I was like, I'll like make it fit like the sound, but it's definitely like how I would I like turn it into my prose, and then I was like, ah, the lyrics aren't quite. Yeah, right. I I just try to get the sound right. Yeah, like just like you. Yeah, yeah. and and whatever come whatever words come out, whatever. Yeah, because <laughs> because that's just not my forte, and it sounds like uh, not yours either. Yeah, um, but there's different there's different ways. I leave the words to Sam, and I just try to get the beat down. Yeah, well, our, together. Our car, our car karaoke that we do. Yeah. She hits the words. <laughs> yeah, perfect team right there. Some some would say <laughs> meant to be. Yeah. Um, I don't have a – I forgot my question. But, um, yeah, I would say that, you know, I was, you know what I'm thinking of. So we're going to a Jonas Brothers concert. In mm-hmm. aug- in August, end of August for the second time. Yeah, you've only you and Sam no, went third, third time. I don't, third time. don't okay. like admitting that. But <laughs> I brought her there. Um, you guys went Charlotte. No, yeah, um, you're right. Yeah, your memory doesn't fail you. James. And then I don't know where the second was. The second time in Boston. No, it wasn't. Oh. Guess again. Chicago. No, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. It was Summerfest. They were there, um, but they weren't one. Of, they were obviously not the paid. They were the paid concert. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. I mean, they're the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, they they came back. Um, they stormed back when they got back together. They were, you know, not together for like mm-hmm. seven years or something. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I was a big Nick Jonas going single fan. Oh, you were. I really liked his like Chainsaw album. He did. He did have I some good songs. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm so now that honest. I admitted <laughs> that I've been to three concerts, you can come out. With all your Jonas Brothers. Dude, I like um, uh, Peyton. You've met Peyton. She gives me a hard time that I like really good music, but I also like really bad music. And when my Spotify Wrapped comes out, she will not let me forget that Machine Gun Kelly was in the top five and that my top genre was pop, even though I love country so much. Your top genre was pop? It came out as pop. I was trying to figure it out and justify it. You must have been listening to a lot of Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, I, mean, I don't even know pop? if he categorizes he, pop. What would be punk, grunge, blah, whatever? I don't know. But the fact that, so my top five were like Cody Johnson. Um, they're going to be country artists. Country, country. <laughs> so that yeah, doesn't make any country sense. People. Noah Kahan was the other one, which is folk, happens. folk music, oh. folk like yeah. music. Rainbow King Surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I, same, I, I, got, I had a time in my life where that was yeah. a little too much on my um repeat but like it was like country rock or machine gun kelly or folk and then pop popped up and i was like you know what i don't know it might be the little taylor swift that sneaks in there it might be a little uh, lizzo that sneaks in there when i'm did doing any cardio part of you tempted were you tempted at all to go to a swift concert no okay <laughs> not a chance there's no way i would get in line in front of in front of people that are fans of taylor swift Aaron Rodgers did it he did well did he he's see Aaron Rodgers. yeah well Aaron Rodgers is on I don't know. I have <laughs> strong feelings about him. He's caused me a lot of pain. Not just you. <laughs> yeah. Two more than one city. I got lost. We oh, we were talking about the Jonas Brothers. How you're going again? Yes. Sam's sister's coming out. Um, yeah. Oh, um, Kayla and um, is who else is coming? Okay, Kayla's friend. Ah, uh, Alyssa. Okay, I think I might have met her at the uh, when we were going up for the Bucks championship run. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was. Sh- yeah, I she, think she was, she was there. Yeah. Um, well, that's. But funny. anyways, yeah. The, it's funny how the main reason I brought them up was it's funny how people, especially artists or bands that you either didn't like or didn't think you would ever like, right, mm-hmm. become 
a part of your life that and and yeah. and you start to enjoy them and f- and for me obviously i decided i liked their sound at one point yeah i think what are they called they're like essentially they like i saw like an article in like i forget where i saw it they're but the the revival of yacht rock and they're like leading it or whatever is like that that's, what, that's, that's like that's how someone described their their sound it's i never yacht heard rock. that well i like yacht rock then yeah. i will i i do um yeah, they're just a good summertime uh, vibe. I'm looking and at their top five, and I only recognize one. Because they just came out with a new album, which oh. they're touring right, touring right now. So um, that they're probably three of them are yeah. on there. Mm-hmm. Their, their new album was good. I was not oh, expecting that. I have that. not listened to it's it. It's good. Um, but it's just one of those random bands that... I, it was when I went to the concert in Charlotte where I was yeah. like, wait, these guys are actually kind of... And they put on a good show. Well, you're not going to sell tickets if you don't. Yeah, put on a good it was show. sold out in Charlotte. I mean, there's so many. So do you ha- do you have any memories of them like when you were younger, or did you only admit that you liked them like later on, like once they became like a part of your life? Later like, on, okay. when I was younger, I did not. I thought you know. So I'll blame I it, it was on not. Yeah, yeah. I'll blame it on having four sisters, but I liked them when I was younger. Okay, I really liked them. So just like, wasn't into them. So I don't. Oh, okay. I think that's why maybe I didn't even have to think about it. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> they. So, like, the core memories is, like, we didn't get to watch very much TV as a kid. Yeah. Which is the same for you. And extremely limited amounts of, like, mainstream TV. Like, we were, like, set to, like, but old TV shows and, like, Discovery Kids. Did you have a lot of freedom on music? Uh, not really. Uh, I didn't have I didn't have a phone until I was 16 or 17. Yeah. So How'd I, you ha- how would you listen to your music when you, the, for the uh, first time? I mean, was it like YouTube. A, I'd YouTube? go on YouTube and watch music videos. Yeah. And, or the music videos would play on, like, the Disney Channel. And so, like, there's, like, um, yeah, I'm, on the Disney Channel, the, the Jonas, Jonas Brothers, Brothers music videos were, Camp like, Rock. one of my favorite. Not Camp Rock. <laughs> no, that was terrible. But, no, they had, like, they had a couple music videos that I really, really liked. Like, um, the music video, I still can vividly remember the Year 3000, uh, of SOS, and Burning Up music videos. Like, vivid, I could tell you. Or maybe it wasn't Burning Up. It was, mm-hmm. no, Burning Up. And Paranoid. I remember yep. those specifically. But, yes, those are, like, parts those of my, all- like, Disney Channel middle school yeah. memories, and I remember loving their TV show, even though I, it was on a couple of years ago uh, on like reruns, oh, really? and my siblings were on. I was like, this is terrible, awful, so bad, cheesiest thing, one of the cheesiest but things I loved you could watch. It. Yeah. I loved it, and I kept watching it because I knew I used to love it. Because I, I know it's it it weird it's how crazy. those things come full full circle or bring back. So, so many memories and, and feelings yeah. and emotions. It's, it's yeah. just awful TV. <laughs> yeah. I think I even remember one time I wrote them fan mail when I was like 11. And I looked up their fan mail, like P.O. Box. Yeah. And like I wrote a letter and uh, my mom checked the mail and I had put the, I had like secretly done it and I like put it in the mail and put this the flag is, up. This is all news to me, James. I haven't told many people I, I, this. Yeah, I don't know if you were prepared to talk about this, but... I'm so glad I brought this up. Yeah. This is, this is. No, uh, I tried to. And I don't think my mom let it go. Like, she's like, who are you? Who are uh, you? Who are yeah. you mailing One of those. to? Yeah, Burbank, I'll put it, I'll put it in the mailbox in the next thing. Well, you know. I put it in there secretly because I didn't think they would like let it. Like, I didn't ask. Did, did, I was did like, I don't out? need to did ask. Did it get out? Or did they? You said your mom found it. She was like, well, she asked me about it because she went to the mailbox. She's like, who's mailing something? Why is the flag up? And then she's like, James, you can't just be sending mail to random P.O. boxes in California. And I think she probably threw it away. Gosh. 
but I actually don't remember whether or not it like. What if they would have responded? They wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they got popular quick. Yeah. So where are you seeing them? You're seeing them in Boston. Yeah, at TD Garden. TD Garden. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. So they've played at Fenway too. Um, mm. But have you ever been? Have you ever been to a concert in like a uh, like baseball stadium before? Yes. Did the last you, one like was it? at Fenway. Oh, you went to see them. I not. Oh, not did them. you see it at Fenway? Uh, my coworker had a uh, extra ticket to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, was that? Was, well, I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers are really good. It was an awesome concert. Yeah. And did you at, have good seats? Yeah, they were oh. pretty good. Um, as you can expect, it's out outdoor stadium, so yeah. um, you know they're psychedelic rock. <laughs> so I don't I don't even know if yeah. I had to explain what the uh, scene the was like there, yeah. but it was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was excited to go see Morgan Wallen um, at MetLife Stadium, but I was a little worried that my seats would suck because it's a football stadium, and I've never been to a concert at, like, a stadium right. before. Right, right. So that that, yeah, it's a big stadium. The only thing I've done is uh, we went to Kenny Chesney at uh, Patriots Place. Okay. Um, that's oh, only, that's right. That's right. That's, that's the right. only big, yeah, yeah. big outdoor football stadium I've been to for a mm. concert. So yeah. it's probably similar to that. Yeah, but it got postponed a whole year, so I'll let you know how it is next I was, year. Right. I was like, I don't, rem- I don't remember rest. you going. Yeah. Uh, is he still? Well, he was on vocal rest through the six weeks, yeah. and then MetLife Stadium is booked up through the fall, obviously, because of the Jets and the Giants. Yeah. So then he they postponed it a year. It. So it was March 19th uh, was when I was supposed to go, and I think he postponed that actual show to May, or not March. I said March. I said I meant May. And they pushed it to May 18th. So Interesting. I wonder if the value will go way up on that because it's like a... Well, I can't resell because I was a verified uh, fan presale, so oh. I can't resell. Oh. But well, I, bought it for, I bought it for 90 and be the cool. prices in my section later on were 450 bucks. Yeah. And then they got cut in half when they added a second show. The Morgan and then they, Wall in effect. They shot back up to 450 so, has he continued touring since his vocal rest? I don't know. I really haven't paid attention. I just bought tickets and went to go see Cody Johnson and Randy Hauser, oh, yeah. which I enjoyed probably more than I would have enjoyed a Morgan Wallen concert. But I also, Morgan Wallen probably a lot closer. Fun, a lot closer. <laughs> yeah. Much smaller arena. I love Randy Hauser and I love. What arena was it at? Um, Bridgeport, Connecticut. It wasn't. There's, there's like two a, right next to each there. other, right off of the train. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. But the reason I was exci- more excited for Morgan Wallen was his um, co-acts. Like, um, I think oh, uh, uh, Hardy, Hardy, Hardy was there. Bailey Zimmerman was going to be there. And Parker McCollum were also going to be there. Okay. But I know Zimmerman. I, don't, I didn't recognize the other guy's name. Parker McCollum. Yeah. Um, and I probably have heard his music. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. There's a couple of good songs in there. You'd recognize a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I've been, you know, I it, I have to be transparent here. I have not been listening to as much music probably the last year cuz I got into podcasts a lot more. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, I don't want to I don't want to sit up here and act like I listen to a lot of music cuz lately it's actually been not a lot. But um yeah, podcasts like we're doing right now is yeah. is, you know, become such a is growing, right? Mm-hmm. And I've found like a lot of good podcasts and um, gotten into them. And once you get into them, it's like hard to get out of them. So I've been listening to way less music, actually. Mm. Um, I do get into points where I can't listen to music for a while because I'm just in a rut and I just beat everything to death. 
Yeah. Do you, and I feel like if you switch it up with podcasts, do you still feel that way? Or is music better when you... Well, when you, I really like to, you know, get into stuff mm-hmm. and like, because I, I focus hard on one thing, not many mm-hmm. things. So, yeah, I mean, that's why podcast was a, was something that I got into a lot. Um, but anyways, so yeah, switching it up, definitely... I listen to music, get obsessed with the same music, right? Yeah. And then you feel like you got to switch it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably, you know, what why I started listening to podcasts, mix it in with music mm-hmm. for sure. What are your primary genres? I know you listen to like sports podcasts. There's definitely sports podcasts. But yeah. then, I mean, I like true crime actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. We listened to a good mm. amount of that uh, to and from Virginia this past trip that we like, took. Like serial killer or... Yeah. Okay. That kind of, I mean, it's all that kind of stuff. I tried one. It was like something like evil, and it was like about. It's. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like the fact that it really happened is like yeah. so intriguing to I me. I just read an article about how you're probably psychologically unhealthy if you listen to true. I, not if you listen to true crime. If you listen to true crime was, to fall asleep, like if you're like oh, winding down for the day. Yeah, that is a little psychotic, <laughs> but. Yeah, I think I heard, saw that yeah. article title somewhere too. Was it like Apple News or something? Uh, it might have been. Or Wall Street Journal. I don't know. Yeah, that's... It was on the internet, it's that's true. That's a little... Yeah, right. It had to be. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're about a little over halfway through here, but I think if we can get into like the specifics, do you want to run through some of the cards? We definitely can. All right. Do you want to... Um, you had a couple you wanted to hit, right? Yeah, they're on okay. the top here. Okay. Um, do you want me to read them to you, or do you want to read them? Here you go. Um, yeah, you can you can read it. You okay. Can, you can flip through them, and that makes more sense. Okay. So the first prompt is, what is a song, album, or artist that you didn't realize was so sad until you actually listened to the words? Yeah. Uh, this one... Um, Definitely the first thing that comes to mind was one of the songs that Drew introduced me to, mm-hmm. Another Brick in the Wall. Another Brick in the Wall? Yes. Is that? I think it's part part two, it's called. Um, That's um, Pink Floyd. Pink yeah, Floyd. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, um, that song is is sad. It's just, you know. What's about sad about it? About how um, society just can bury, you know, we can bury you. You can get buried in society and just feel like another brick in the wall, and feel like just another um, number. You know, your purpose is so minimal on the grand, you know, on the broad scale of yeah. society, and that it can be depressing, and um, you know, just all negative thoughts, mm-hmm. um, and how, um, and in that song, it just you know talks about all the different uh, ways that 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 you can feel. Um, emotionally about about being another brick in the wall right so mm-hmm. um i think that was the first one that come to came to mind i remember mm-hmm. watching the the music video it's really weird mm-hmm. um all those rock songs have weird music videos they're yeah. inter- they're entertaining though but i don't know what do you what do you um think about that song or pink floyd uh i don't know the like song like okay. really well i know it was a i knew it was a pink floyd song because yeah. it's a famous song now give it a uh, give it a listen later and yeah let me know what you think okay um, let's see. it's yeah it's just sad it's it's not it's a depressing song that's all <laughs> yeah is that a song did you talk to drew about it is did he say it was a, a sad song yeah it's one of the one I, I think he told me about the song and like was like 
he told me like that, it, you know, the words like are super powerful. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'll actually like listen to the words. And I was like, yeah, 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 that's sad. Did he have a different reason why it was sad? Because I, I just had a conversation with Peyton about um, a song that we were talking about, and I thought it was sad, and she didn't. But, like, did you see Really? That? Yeah. Um, what was that song? We'll get to that in a second. Okay. He No, we both agreed. <laughs> yeah. We both agreed. So um, he, I think he was just like, yeah, I, I think he related to it personally. Not yeah. on, on this sense that... Yeah, if you think about it, sometimes you just feel like another another brick in the wall. You feel like, um, you know, your purpose or your you is is just so minimal. Yeah. Um, which is you know not true. Everyone's everyone should feel like um, they matter and that that they can you know yeah uh, influence uh, society. Um, yeah, the lyrics here look like he, they're having a real existential crisis. Yeah. And they probably don't like school either. Yeah, school, society, it's all yeah, yeah. wrapped in one in that song. Um, yeah, but the song that I was, me and Peyton talked about was, um, it's called If We Were Vampires uh, by uh, Jason Isbell, um, which she discovered it because Noah, Noah Khan, who's like our mutual like favorite artist like at the moment. Okay. Um, He's gotten really big, and I really regret not seeing him at Pier 17 last year. But he covered the song with, um, I want to say, the lead singer of the Lumineers. I'm really bad with names of people in bands, too. I've heard of the Lumineers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, he covered it, and essentially is like, if we were vampires, love wouldn't mean anything because we'd be with each other forever already. So, like, it's like, maybe oh. we'll get 40 years together. and So love is defined by... Um, yeah, it's like making the most, like, your, the limited time you have yeah. together... I thought it was sad because at the at the end of it, he at he goes, maybe we'll get forty years together. At some point, one of us is going to have to be alone after having had the love of your life for a long time. I was like, that's so sad. You're going to end your life alone. But she's like, no, it's not sad because you get forty years, but you don't get like you have a set time, and it's a blessing you can enjoy because right, you because know if, it's going it to end. If it was unlimited, and she thought it was like a sweet romantic song, I was like, no, you're you're going to. Someone, someone you love is gonna die, and I thought it was so sad. sad. So like, it's like a, I'd have to listen to the song, yeah, to to really get d decide what I what I think. I think it, both versions are really good, but um, I like the Jason Isbell one a little better. Oh, okay, but this is the original one. Is it? He's um Jason. You know who Jason Isbell is. Mm. So Morgan Wallen cover me up. He, that was Jason Isbell song oh, originally. Yeah. So you, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Move on to the next one. Yeah, okay. A song, album, or artist that reminds you of your first love. Uh, yeah, okay. So this one for me, so John Party um, mm -hmm. was one guy that... California um, Sunrise? Yeah, that I got into in the beginning of my country mm -hmm. um, di uh, liking days. So... Um, I think there was a lot of, you know, he, he writes like, you know, all, you know, so many songs mm -hmm. about, uh, you know, love and, and women and, and like, that's John Party. Right. Yeah. And then, okay, he's got headache on the dance floor or whatever. Mm -hmm. Call and response. Fun song. That's the song that reminds you of it? No, he's got one that's like, she's all mine or, or something it's called. 
I yeah. forget the exact title. Do you want to look it up? Yeah. Let me look this. Um, it's something like that. And and it was one of those first songs that when me and Sam were first um, started dating, I was like, oh, my gosh. This is so He's got a song that relatable. I really like. That it's called, uh, I think it's called Rainy Rainy Day Song or Rainy Night Song. Something like that. It's it's one of my favorites oh. by him. Sorry, say that again. By John Party. Yeah, what'd you say? It's a song called Rainy Night Song or Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. That's a good one. Wait, this actually might it's be the song EP. I'm thinking of, and it's not John Party, so this is embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Brad Paisley. Oh, okay. okay I get okay. them confused. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. This is the song I was thinking of. Okay. It's yeah, called I, She's I know Everything. Song. Yeah, I know the song. Yep. That yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so we've been to a John Party concert. It's probably why I got that confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good. But anyways, Brad Paisley is is my final answer. I'm locking it in. <laughs> yeah. Brad Paisley, She's All Mine. Yeah, she, she's, everything, she's everything. She's everything. She's um, everything. Yeah. But he's everything I described of John Party because I got them confused. So, mm-hmm. Are there just, any sappy lyrics in there that you remember? That you off the top of my head? From the song itself? There you go. She great in anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, he just goes on and on about saying, yeah. saying she's amazing. There's, she looks good. She looks, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I showed Sam that song at one point yeah. and it's, I mean, it's always stuck with me that that song in particular, but also Brad Paisley's like a lot of that type of music. So nice. Anyways, enough of the lovey dovey. We can move on. Okay. <laughs> a song, album, or artist that was always there for you when you needed it. Um, I mean, highly sus would definitely fall in this category mm-hmm. um definitely probably highly sus in morgan wallen oh i got another good one too ian, okay. ian dior's in there really yeah interesting what songs just him generally yeah i like all his stuff i mean he's got good stuff but that was not it, the answer i was expecting yeah. i mean it that's, also, that's a good it answer sound, it all kind of sounds the same right because ian dior's like, a little bit but it's all the but same, it's all it's same format same formula it's yeah good. those Three are probably the top three that I can think of. Um, they're just like comfort. Wise. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. um, and they're all a little bit, little bit different vibe too. So, mm-hmm. so um, Machine Gun Kelly might be in there, but we don't have to <laughs> reminisce. Yeah, um, I was thinking uh, for like the title of this, um, is it uh, is it toxic to love Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> For like clickbait. That's what you were thinking. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not a that's not a bad uh, way to get some clicks for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That definitely can be the title of mm-hmm. of uh, episode or something. But yeah, yeah. So we can talk about Ian Dior a little bit more. Um, yeah. What about I have specifically? not seen him in concert. Um, he like, definitely is is the true my you know when I think of like a vibe, but like hip hop genre, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what do you call it? He's like the like a Juice World type. Yeah. I don't know what you call um, call that genre. I forget the word for it, but- I don't know either. But like, 
X. I remember li- I listened to a lot of X and Juice World. You know, mm-hmm. everyone did at one point. My little sister would say that's your biggest red flag. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even X? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I loved X. But I think that's there's some personal yeah. backstory there. But I think you're great anyway. Yeah, that was um, maybe it's a good maybe maybe it's a good thing I I was forced to move on from that from that. <laughs> so so uh, Ian Dior, what? Uh, Anyways, that led what, to Ian Dior that that type of music. Oh, like okay, that okay, type okay, of music okay. was what what I was gonna say. Um, and so when do you when do you listen to Ian Dior? Like when when what I'm golfing? Kind of, when you're golfing? <laughs> well, that's not the only time. Golfing or golfing? Both, both obviously. Uh, no, I remember distinctly one time me and Drew were playing golf and and I listened to it the whole round. I played really good, and it was such a vibe. And I like was like, okay, this is my golfing, yeah, my golfing like music. Like mm. every time I need to get it going, so I listen to Ian Dior when I need to turn it up on the on the golf course. Interesting, which is I was uh, that was a surprise answer. Yeah, I know. Um, it's usually country, but then when I need to turn it up, I'll switch to Ian Dior. Interesting. Um, I think he is relatable, kind of mm. like X and Juice were. You know how they okay. they tried to really relate to their audience yeah, yeah. on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. And Ian Dior does that, but not as sappy and not as yeah. as X and Juice could get. Yeah. So it's a little bit more of a positive uh, vibe from Ian Dior. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I really stuck with his music. Interesting. Um, because it, it, it always gave me, you know, positive vibes. So you, like, when Ian Dior drops music, you're excited. Oh, yeah. It makes your day. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It, it, I know. I don't know if I ever told you that. No, I didn't know. I just, I'm learning this for the first time. I haven't seen him yet in concert. Drew was supposed to, to, and he never showed up. Drew was so when Drew, Drew's in this too. Drew like he Drew really likes yeah, he does. Yeah, is he touring right now? I don't know. I actually don't know that because he because mm. he tours with like not even as a headliner sometimes. Um, well, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to be with Trippy Red, and Drew went and saw Trippy I Red. I don't know who Trippy Red is. Really? No. So that's a little surprising to me. He's pretty yeah. popular. Um, yeah. He uh, is like a Juice World X, okay. Ian Dior type. Mm-hmm. I like Trippy Red too. Nice. He's got good sound. Let me show you. Because you probably are actually, you probably do know him. I'm probably, there's probably something uh, up there. This is a good one. It's probably, is it, does he have TikTok sounds? Oh, yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah, I know the song. Yeah, know this song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's got a good sound too. Love Trippy. Um, obviously, you know, when I need to clarify, I don't, a lot of these, the things they talk about might be drug yeah. related or, <laughs> or such. And I like the music part. I like the yeah. sound part. Yeah. I don't always listen to the well, words. I mean, how many frat boys are really actually relating to one? Are you calling me a frat boy? No, I'm saying like, I'm saying frat boys love mm-hmm. to bang hard. Yeah hardcore hip-hop yeah. and they're not they're Ooh. not that and like but it's it's not it's not the point like you mm-hmm. you you get like what they're it's yeah, got such a good sound yeah once it like it's like, how it makes you feel not not like what they're yeah. saying all the time yeah i like music like they, they just um kind of more upbeat most of the time when i'm not listening to country obviously yeah or something like that nice but yeah yes um yeah, that was, that was probably my best answer for that card. Nice. Was the Ian Dior. Learn something new. Mm-hmm. Hit the next one. We'll have to listen to some Ian Dior um, later. Sounds good to okay. me. Okay. 
Uh, a song, album, artist that people would be surprised that you love. So for me, uh, Ian Dior was the one that would surprise me. But do you have an, another answer for this? Uh, that I think my answer for that one is the Jonas Brothers. It has to be. Okay. Because that one's pretty random. And I think that, a lot of yeah, people would be genuinely, genuinely yeah. love them. It's It's got to be between Machine Gun Kelly and and Yeah, people Jonas are surprised Brothers. when I like Machine Gun Kelly. Right. But I think it's because no one openly admits that they like Machine Gun Kelly. You know, it's always like, <laughs> oh, you like Machine Gun Kelly? The, so do I. <laughs> the, other, the other guy for me like that is uh, G-Eazy. I really? love G-Eazy. I don't hate him. Yeah. But like he was my sad boy era. He might have been ah. the, my first three Spotify See? wrapped number one artists. So like 20, like 16, 17, See, that's, 18. Yeah, that's a... A time in your life where you were, yeah, you, it was, uh, you know, related like, to the to the sound. It was it was also and me the, trying to fit in too. Uh, I think I was talking to uh, uh, it was freshman year, first year, not homeschooled, and uh, and Lane, Tyler, Nick, Corey, and um, Seamus were standing by Miss Ree's room in high school. I remember specifically, and I would like try and pick up on little things, and like one of them was like, "I like Jeezy," and I was like. This is okay. I'm gonna go. So this this is I'm gonna go home and find who G Easy is, and then I was like, "This this makes me cool." And then I ended he up was, liking he was, it. He's always been controversial as far as his fandom goes. Yeah, especially but I still, for guys. I don't care, but I love him. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> his I, song. I can't sit here and judge you. I think, <laughs> Not I think at all. Uh, freshman year of college, his song "Complete" was like it's like complete. Yeah, I don't know what's that one is like. was uh, my number one played song by like triple second place. Freshman year of college. Yeah. I just know 1942, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's like the main one that comes Yeah. Through. It's a very, it's a very like, it's a very like sappy, I'm going to take care yeah, of you song. Yeah, this isn't his normal. Well, no, he's, he's bipolar. He's the sappy hip hop to the like, I'm trying to be a bad guy. Like he's, he's got two lanes. Yeah, I know. He's, he's got sad boy and angsty like cocaine boy yeah like, right there's like one or the other yeah I, maybe that's why he became popular because people were he was so such a unique character yeah but like that's that'd be that would be my answer wow that does surprise me just yeah. because i didn't know that and i feel like i know a lot of <laughs> your random stuff and jeezy's yeah. not one of them um i gotta have a question about jeezy now um have you been to you have been to a concert? No, I was not a big concert person until maybe a year okay, ago. Okay, that yeah, that I, I really didn't I didn't go to many concerts. Um one in Does college he tour I was a lot? I don't know, he lives in New York. Oh really? At least um at least he was in New York at one point because one of my friends on my basketball team, uh one of her friends got hit on by Jeezy when they were trying to get into a club in um, That's the most Jeezy thing I've ever heard. I know, but she was like, that yeah, it might have been Jeezy, but he picked me. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know if that's something to brag about. But Would you be able to pick Jeezy out in a crowd? I like probably. If he, I mean, I definitely he wasn't I would surrounded, surrounded by. I would definitely fangirl. I would go up and talk to him. Because he looks like a very normal I don't know. I think he's dude. very distinct. He looks not that wearing, tall and skinny. So, like. His haircut and uh, but his he'd haircut be wearing changes all like black. Every six months, doesn't it? Yeah. But so, I'd, I, I could pick him out, though. Um. We say that Mike has a G-Eazy he haircut. Does. He does. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Mike's hair is great. It also might be the it's earrings, luscious. too. Yeah. He doesn't wear earrings anymore. 
Well, did he did? He used to. Yeah, he pretty much was the whole Jeezy vibe at yeah. one point. Yep, yep, yep. But hey, it's it is a vibe. Do you want to sneak in one more question? Yeah. Yes. One more. One time. We've got a few minutes left. Um, a song, album, or artist that you have on repeat lately. Uh, oh, interesting. Um, this is one I wanted to talk about that I actually didn't even have an answer because, but I, I think I'll think do you have something. An, do you have your on repeat playlist on Spotify? Like, um, so there's like, it takes like, it takes like an algorithm and says how many, like what you've listened to a lot of in the last like time. And if it used to be something you used to listen to a lot, it shoots up your list faster. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I've never so used if you that like, feature. It's like, yeah, if you, so like I have it online. So like, let me see this. Yeah. There's a little, I will, I'm, there's a Taylor Swift song on here. Oh. So this Should is, so this is my on repeat. my phone. Uh, so like George Strait songs by Logan Mize, uh, Whistling Dixie by Randy Hauser, Morning by Post Malone, because I love Post Malone. <laughs> A Lumineer song, Leader of the Landslide. Posty. There's a Jeezy song in the top five. Okay, so Charlie you're, you're telling the truth. I believe you now. Yeah. Where, where'd you, how'd you get there? Um, I have it favorited. Okay, I was about to say, I didn't see it on uh, mine. You're, you have made for, it's a made for you playlist. Oh gosh, I'm scared to look at this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, Sam been listening to Young Gravy. Oh yeah, it's that, uh, all Sam, isn't it? Have yeah. you heard this one yet? Yeah. Um, I found this song and I showed it to her and she loved it. <laughs> nice. So we've been listening to this song, I repeat. Definitely this one for sure the most in the last probably month or two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Young Gravy is a, he's a vibe. Um, and the, have you heard of the, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, BB, BB No Money? No. I'll show you him later. <laughs> we don't have to talk about him. Uh, yep, there's Jonas Brothers, Machine Gun Kelly, um, Ian Dior, Morgan Wallen. Mm-hmm. Dua Lipa because Sam likes to I like Dua Lipa. It. There's I, nothing wrong with Dua Lipa. So, no, there's nothing wrong with Dua Lipa. I, was, there's, I didn't there's know how I wanted to approach that, that <laughs> subject. Um, but when we were um, working at Midwest Screens, yeah. You know, we just had the radio in one of the vans. Uh-huh. That summer, her song, um, I forget the name of it. It was on repeat on the radio mm-hmm. all summer long. And it grew on me every, every time I listened to it. Yeah. So that's yeah why. That unfortunately, yes, I like Dua Lipa too. Not unfortunately. There's nothing unfortunate about No, I about find it. it unfortunate because <laughs> I don't, I feel like I could have fought it a little harder. But <laughs> what is yeah. that? Uh, I'm looking for the song. Levitating? Yeah, Levitating. Yeah. yeah. It was that one. It was that one and another one. But it's one she got made fun of for her like dance moves at her concert. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, it was about what I expected on the repeat stuff. So cool. Um, but yeah, I think we're ready to wrap it up um but yeah this was fun i think we covered some good stuff learned something new yeah i think that's that was the most fun part about this uh yeah well that's because that's kind you, of the you point. really get into the the nitty-gritty of uh, yeah because like i said earlier like um beforehand it's like the point is like you start a story where you wouldn't based on a song because like right like you, it, that wouldn't have come up unless you kind of like right 
navigate that way. So it's fun that that worked. And this was a this was a good idea, James. Well, thank you. This is Appreciate cool. it. Um, we'll have to do it again. I think we got we can we can definitely have more material to talk through. And glad you made it down here, and we could do this. Yeah. Hopefully uh, the Cubs get another win this afternoon, right? Yep. They. Two I was hours. just looking. They got they're playing and. Yeah, 105's first pitch. So hopefully yeah. we make it on time this time. So um, we'll have a good rest of the weekend. Yeah. Yep. Love always love coming down to New York and uh um enjoying all the uh yeah. the smells. Yeah. And the <laughs> and the walking and and all you know, all the good all the, stuff you get things. get in New York. All the things. Any last thoughts you want to leave the people with? Um no, I just uh thanks for thanks for having me here and on and and I appreciate our friendship and and it's f always fun um getting to yeah. which is crazy getting to know you better even though i feel like yeah we already i already know so much about yeah. you but um yeah good luck with the with the, the podcast and and uh i think uh you got a good thing going here appreciate it episode one is in the books thank you everyone for listening glad to be here thanks 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 man